Welcome to Manufacturing Tomorrow, focusing on advanced manufacturing innovations, solutions, and partnerships that exist in our region now and in the future. Hello there, you're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host for this segment. Today's podcast is a series of flash interviews with manufacturers and service providers participating at Empower, a gathering of Northeast Ohio industry leaders sharing best practices through keynotes and workshops. Magnet, the Cleveland Engineering Society, and Crane's Cleveland Business sponsored this event that convened more than 450 participants in Akron. This program might be a little noisier than most. Right behind me was a robotic showcase where Akron East and Talmadge High School students were smashing printers with their machines. And my only regret is that I didn't interview the Cleveland Whiskey representatives who were exhibiting. They have quite an interesting story on using proprietary technology to speed up the traditional aging process to 24 hours. We'll get them next time. Hello, who are you and who do you represent? <laughs> Hi, I'm Alice Cable. I'm director of the Alliance for Working Together Foundation. We call it AWT. And we are working together to promote careers in manufacturing. And what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? And, and actually, if you could include you know, what some of the students who are here today, some of the crashing we've heard in the background is that, you know, <laughs> that they've been working on their, their robots and their crashing printers. So you know, what, do, what do you think that all of that encapsulates? Right. Well, we found that a way to get students and young people interested in manufacturing was to really get them into shops and learn what it's like to see a problem be able to solve it. Um, we have students working in shops, building, designing, programming robots with help from manufacturing mentors, but uh, their rules are things like stay under 15 pounds, don't use fire or explosives, uh, don't use lithium polymer batteries, and besides that, the world is your oyster. So they'll be watching videos about what it might be like, um, what some of the winning designs have been in the past, and they come up with their own ideas that might not be winning designs, but they give it a try. Um, last year we had some folks build a robot that just didn't work. And they should have come to the competition and showed us their documentation because sometimes when you're trying something new, it doesn't always work, but you're learning from it. You're learning one of the 10,000 ways to not build a light bulb, right? Um, so we think that innovation should always come with a spirit. It comes out of a spirit of fun and play. And that's one of the reasons that we do this, is we have fun and we get people to let their minds wander and just explore. Well, if the background noises in this podcast <laughs> are any innovation, they are definitely participating in a lot of explosive innovation. Right. And it's been very effective. We've had uh, 500 students participated last year and thousands of people filled Lakeland's auditorium for about 12 hours uh, to watch these teams. So we're not only directly impacting those kids and the teams, but also their parents, their friends, and those that come to see them. Hello, tell me who you are and what is your company? I am Brian Pollock. I'm the Chief Technology Officer of PeriHug. So we make parable internet connected teddy bears to allow you to hug your loved ones from anywhere in the world. Fantastic idea, by the way. Thank you. Uh, what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? Definitely a lot of collaboration. Um, so we have hardware people, we have software people, we have mechanical engineers, and it's just a lot of collaboration with a lot of different people. And so uh, in order to produce what you're producing, I mean, what do you see as the key to success? 
Um, open communication, so everyone in the company knows kind of what's going on. Um, they know what step we're at and what we need from each individual person. So a lot of, the, of what you're seeing, uh, it's not necessarily the technology, it's the soft skills that are as important. Absolutely, a lot of times you'll find engineers that just don't know how to talk to people and that's a problem. And so what would be your recommendation in, on that regard? Uh, definitely, I guess, you know, daily stand-up meetings. Um, you know, I come from a CS background, so we have daily stand-up meetings, we have uh, lots of things to help, especially as CS majors, um, talk with people, which is often hard. Uh, but just a lot of collaboration, and obviously the hard skills um, are very important, but if you have a hard skills team that just can't talk with each other, it's really, really hard to proceed. Agreed. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Hello there. Who are you, and what company do you represent? My name is Dan Yama. I'm the general manager of M7 Technologies, located in Youngstown, Ohio. And what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? Wow. Many things. Um, what immediately comes to mind is constantly reinventing ourselves to stay ahead of technology, ahead of customer demands. You know, our facility has some legacy type processes servicing heavy in industry, but then we're also on the cutting edge of new technology, research and development, um, CapEx to bring new technology into the facility that adds value for our customers, for our employees, and for our community. Uh, M7 is one of my favorite stories as far as moving from traditional manufacturing to today's manufacturing. Can you give a little bit of background on the company? Yes, sure. So we're a small privately owned company. Um, we primarily have been servicing heavy industrial precious metals markets. Um, so some of that work can be as, as brunt and brute force as sledgehammer, abrasive disc grinding, uh, traditional manual engine lathes, manual boring mill type work, custom one-off job, job shop, big heavy rotating equipment. Uh, but then on the other side of things, um, to be ahead of manufacturing, we've invested in new state-of-the-art CNC machining centers, welding technology. Um, we're on the forefront of laser measurement and quality inspections. So we've got research and development and patented laser measuring devices that will go into the machine tool um, just to continue to automate and streamline manufacturing. Hello there, tell me your name and who you represent. My name's Dave Sattler and I represent Conexus, NEO of a nonprofit here in Summit County, as well as I'm a, a small manufacturer in Sharon Center, Ohio. And the name of the manufacturing company? Sattler Machine. Uh, so what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? Manufacturing innovation to me is, uh, it's ever-changing. Uh, the technologies that are coming out today, uh, manufacturing as we know it today will be light years different 10 years from now. So when you, when you talk about the innovations that are going to take place, I don't think we even know all the innovations that are going to come forward. And that's the exciting part, that you're looking at things so much differently today than we did when I started in the industry 40 years ago. So what do you think is uh, coming around the corner? What I'm looking forward to the most is, for us in the U.S., we seem to adapt to that innovation better than anybody else in the world. Um, and, and if you travel around the world and you listen to other people talk, that's our competitive edge. So to take advantage of all the new innovations that are coming up and applying them 
to keep us competitive in manufacturing around the world is, is what I'm looking forward to the most. All right, tell me your name. My name is uh, Derek. I work with Freedom Corporation. And what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? Manufacturing innovation is basically what's changing in our industry. Our shop right now, we've now, manufacturers gone through digitization with uh, CAD and CAM software. It's getting more sophisticated, five axis, very fancy. But what we're looking at right now is additive manufacturing, or people know it as 3D printing. We're going to try 3D printing out our own parts, which is never a complete part most of the time. We're going to 3D print out our own parts and then go back and machine it with the advanced capabilities we have. My name is Gary Miller. I'm uh, with Kyocera STS Precision Tools in Monroe Falls and Cuyahoga Falls. Our company manufactures solid carbide cutting tools and we sell in over 60 countries around the world. Well, when I think of manufacturing innovation, I've been with the company for 27 years. And when I first started, everything was manual. You had to change everything manually. And then we finally got our first NC machine where you logged in with cards and the hole punches. And now the machinery is so sophisticated. Six axis computer numeric controlled machines that are all networked together. And some of them are Swiss and some are German and they can log into those machines and troubleshoot them from Switzerland and Germany. That's just phenomenal. I, to, to think of that, when I first got my first computer that had like two megabytes of RAM in it, and they said, oh, you'll never use any more than that your whole time. And then now that's an antiquated. Innovation to me is continually trying to get better, continually improving processes and things in manufacturing in general. Hello, tell me your name. Ken McCray. And you work for? Magnet. And what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? Manufacturing innovation is partnerships and collaboration with existing programs and government, um, uh, government bodies that are out there to help train the workforce of today. Uh, our society has, has looked at manufacturing as a career that is fading away or dying, and it's not a true career pathway for kids. However, that's totally not true. What we're facing today is over 600,000 jobs that are going unfilled across the United States. Right here in Ohio, we have thousands of companies that are looking for people to come into the trade, and the wages that these individuals can earn is upwards of sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. I've had a student uh, that I trained back when I was with a program prior to coming to Magnet, who called me and said that um, he was so pleased that he had gone through the training program and and uh, is now the programmer at a company and he's making a hundred thousand dollars. So it's partnerships, it's collaboration. It's workforce development uh, in, in an innovative way, uh, looking at a classroom that's no longer a traditional brick-and-mortar building. It's, it's delivered through online training, uh, programs that are out there through software that is available to all of the students in areas where that were difficult to get to. One of the things that we face is, is there are pockets of, of, of population that uh, is unable to get to college or they work. Uh, a lot of moms and dads uh, that have jobs that are underpaid. 
and um, they were trying to get into a better career pathway. And by trying to get into a better career pathway, uh, they have to find a different way to learn the skill sets that's required in manufacturing. And those skill sets can be learned online. And uh, it, it offers the career pathway that they're looking for. Tell me your name and your company. I am Maria Raisa Monto, and I am currently unaffiliated. I was formerly with DuPont. And what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? I think of three uh, things when I think about manufacturing innovation. One being technology. I also think about production system as well as agility in the supply chain. So I want to elaborate on those points. Uh, for technology, uh, there's a need for rapid demonstration of new product or process technology at commercial scale, as well as an ongoing process to understand value from a customer's perspective, such that refinements can be made over time. Uh, concerning the production system, there needs to be reliability in the manufacturing process to produce on time, in full, with the desired attributes at the desired cost profile. So this calls for really understanding what drives performance as well as what hinders performance. And there's room for creativity and innovation and the methodology supplied to solve problems and address new opportunities. And lastly, uh, agility in the supply chain. Uh, manufacturers are serving global markets, and they need to be in a position to address a number of risks, whether they're uh, weather, currency fluctuations, social unrest, protecting their intellectual property, anything that could cause a, a disruption in supply. Manufacturing companies need to be in a position to ensure continuity of, of supply of their products. So uh, how do they position themselves to, uh, to navigate successfully through that uncertainty is also critical to manufacturing innovation. That's a really comprehensive snapshot. Thank you. My pleasure. Who are you and what is your company? Uh, my name is Ryan Martin Wager. I'm the Chief Operating Officer of Maker Gear. We manufacture desktop 3D printers uh, for the consumer and business marketplace. And what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? Manufacturing innovation to us is taking Northeast Ohio's strong manufacturing core and uh, putting, putting that, those benefits into a, uh, an, an innovative product for the marketplace um, and then enabling people to take that 3D printer that we manufacture and do desktop manufacturing themselves and hopefully take that product and, and what they learn from that and be able to grow you know, into um, full-scale manufacturing ideas uh, uh, or implement full-scale scale manufacturing products from their prototypes that they might make. And what was it like knowing that, or being there when President Obama came in and, and saw what you were doing? Oh my gosh, that was such a thrill. Uh, President Obama and Chancellor Merkel uh, Came, came out directly up to uh, our founder, Rick Pollock, and, uh, and they talked for several minutes regarding you know, what we've done with 3D printing and, and how that enables people to make the world a better place. Now that's really the name of the game for us, is being able to put a, a product out there that, uh, that really enables people to do everything that they can dream of. 
So from all the way from Hanover, Germany to Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, and you are, and who do you work for? I'm Tony Neary with Edge Factor. And what does manufacturing innovation mean to you? I think manufacturing innovation actually happens all day, every day. For me, manufacturing innovation is manufacturing. So I think when we look at you know, rapid prototyping, when we look at the technology that's being embraced and used with schools and educators and manufacturers every day, I don't think there's any other word. They're almost synonymous for me. And how, did, how, does, how does Edge Factor fit into that landscape? Yeah, absolutely. Our goal at Edge Factor is to create awareness about careers and pathways in manufacturing. I think frequently we hear the perception struggle. And I have to say it, I don't think it's our biggest obstacle right now. Perception would mean students are considering pathways and thinking, oh, that's dark, dirty, or dangerous. But instead, we have students that aren't even thinking about manufacturing. So our goal is through storytelling and media to show students the world around them is actually made and not just purchased. So I think we're on the ground level on, on taking off the blinders and really showing students this is happening all around us every single day, and you can be a part of this. And what does it mean to like sparks and sparkles? Well, that's my favorite saying, is some girls like sparks and sparkles. I think there's a common misnomer that women in manufacturing can't enjoy a little bit of glamour. So one of my favorite things is when I talk with girls and they say, you don't look like you work in manufacturing because my nails are polished and I'm generally wearing heels and you know have the hair and makeup done. So for me, some girls like sparks and sparkles. Nothing gets me more excited than a CNC machine firing up and seeing some chips made. And I think it's really important that we inspire the next generation of you know strong, enabled women to see see that we can be a part of this. And it's, it's not a men's world. This is a world for anybody that's innovative and really excited about creating that new technology or discovering something new and, and really putting it into place. Well, I completely agree. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hello there. Who are you and what is your company? Um, I'm Tracy Roberts and I'm with Montville Plastics and Rubber. And what does your company make? Uh, we are a plastic extrusion and injection molding company. And uh, what is exciting you right now? What is, uh, what's innovation right now to you? Uh, really working directly with customers, getting on site with them. Um, we have a big initiative to actually bring the people that are making the products day to day out to our customers so we can see how they're being used in the field um, and really inspiring people day to day to come up with the latest and greatest ideas. So if you had any uh, advice to other manufacturing companies, I mean, is there some secret sauce that you could relay? I like brainstorming meetings, getting everybody in a room together, um, bringing in you know, products that are from the metal industry, even though we're plastic, um, letting them touch and feel different things, um, but really kind of bringing everybody in a room together um, and not throwing any ideas out and watching everybody kind of inspire the next idea, uh, even if that one isn't one that we're particularly going to use. 